Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, before we hop into today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, I want to say a big thank you for everyone who joined me this weekend on YouTube for my Bridging the Gap event. Um, it was awesome because for many of you guys, this was your first time actually seeing me teach. I know I have a, a lot of YouTube videos on there doing analysis and talking about certain uh, topics, but many of you have never actually seen me in a training course environment. So this was a, a, a cool look inside at how I simplify concepts and, and really make them easily digestible. For you guys that are more experienced and left feedback, it was amazing as well. My, my goal was to put out a teaser of the course. That way I can see if it actually made sense. Sometimes what happens in my head doesn't often come out my mouth the way I intend. Um, So it was cool to see that I did accomplish my goal of bridging the gap between some of the basic elements of technical analysis um, and strategy development. I know there's a lot of gray area that we need to touch on with uh, in between those two courses. um, And I'm even more optimistic that this course is going to accomplish that. Also, your feedback gave me some ideas on some new sections that I can add to it as well before I complete it. So it was an amazing experience. It accomplished everything I wanted to and just want to say a thank you so much. I know it was uh, helpful for you guys. It gave you value. You learned a lot. Um, Surprisingly enough, you guys said that you'd never actually been taught that concept, which seems weird how big the internet is, but I'll take it. And for me, it gave me an opportunity to gauge feedback and become a better trading coach. So thank you. Um, If you didn't have a chance to see it, it's on my YouTube channel. It's called Bridging the Gap. It should be one of the first videos on there as well. Um, And let's hop into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, my name is Akil Stokes. I am a professional Forex trader. I am also a trading coach and the co-founder of Tier1Trading.com. And this is a podcast that I put out three times a week, each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, sharing with you my journey as a professional trader, as an entrepreneur, and a trading coach as well. And I'll tell you what, it's a Friday afternoon or a Friday morning. It feels like afternoon because I'm typically up so early, but it's been a rather busy day. This is actually the third podcast that um, I'm recording today, and I I didn't intend on it. But during the last podcast that I recorded, um, there was a a nice chat going on on our platform. I felt bad because I'm in the middle of recording. I'm seeing it, but I can't actually interact. And uh, I finally got to it when I was done. And there's a very good conversation going on about a trader who is feeling really overwhelmed with education. He said, you know, he, he loves trading. He's trying to figure out if he can fit it around his life. I, I would, re, re, uh, I, I would what's the word I'm looking for? I would replace the word if with when or how I can fit it around my life. But 
He's dedicated himself to learning how to trade. He signed up for an annual membership, locking himself in for a year, which is positive because now he's he's kind of taken that leap of faith. He's committed already, and now he has to figure it out. And he's getting a little bit overwhelmed, and he's a little bit overwhelmed for a few reasons. Uh, one, there is a massive amount of content on our site, and we offer about, I think, seven full training courses. Now, the difference between us and a site like Baby Pips, right? I, I love Baby Pips. I used to forward people to Baby Pips all the time because you can go there and basically go through their little um, school or academy, whatever it's called, and learn everything there is to know about Forex trading or trading in general. The problem is there's a lot to know about Forex trading, and, and a lot of it is, is not necessarily relevant, right? There's, there's the mechanical side of things. There's the fundamental side of things. There's this indicator, that indicator, this pattern, this pattern, and... What happens is you get like a massive amount of information, but you don't really know how to use it. So your mind is clouded with all of these 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 things, these tools you can use, but you don't really know how to use them for this uh, specific job. And I think that's a problem that many traders get into, whether it's baby pets, I'm just saying that I'm not, I'm not picking on them. Just that's the first site that comes to mind. But YouTube is another another uh, thing. A lot of new traders go to YouTube and they watch this video, watch that video, and they write down this and they learn that. And before you know it, they've got a million things that they've learned, but some of them contradict each other and they can't really put it together in a usable way, which is a problem. And something that, you know, I really pride myself on when it comes to coaching, I really look at coaching as an art. Um, and, and it could be because I'm used to coaching track and field where I'm putting together yearly plans and, and, and whatnot to really progress our athletes in the right way. A lot of people think coaching is you come in and just give them a workout. No, it's you're giving them a workout now that's going to build up to another workout, you know, four months from now. So whenever I do my training, the most important part for me is putting it together in a way that allows the trader to slowly progress, learning one step at a time where each step, each new step builds on the prerequisite step and allows them to develop in a pace where they don't get confused. And um, so we were encouraging, I say we, me and the community members, we're encouraging the trader to kind of just go through the course material slowly. Now, the problem that this trader is also having is because, and this is a typical new, new trader shiny thing problem, is that because we offer so much, because we deal with different levels of trader, he's, tr he's trying everything out right now, right? So he's, he's trying the courses, he's watching the daily trading edge videos that we do where we, we share ideas and thoughts on uh, kind of the, what we're watching in the market. He's in the live rooms as well. And the live rooms, the live trading rooms can be a very difficult environment and, and they're meant to supplement the education. But for a newer trader that has learned maybe 1% of the concepts, when they come into the live room, they see us using 100% of what we know, right? We are, we are live trading. We're actively looking for positions, taking for positions, taking positions, and we're using all of the skills. And it could become very overwhelming where it's like, how come, I, how come I didn't see that? I don't know what that term means. And he sees kind of more experienced traders in the live room saying, oh, this and this and that. And like, what is that? And it, you, start, you kind of start comparing yourself to others and feeling like, well, I'm behind. Where in reality, right, if there's a trader that's been with us for five years, right, and has been through the course and is a professional trader in his own right, which we have many of those members in a live room, they're just on a different level. Going back to the, the, the coaching reference, right, I, I tell every freshman I get this, right, your workouts are going to be similar, but don't expect to be doing the same thing as a senior, right? They've been through the program for four years. We, we've had four years to build them up. You're new, right? Kind of stay in your lane. We're going to build you up slowly, and it's, it's important to not compare yourself. Easier said than done because, you know, in life, we, we kind of just compare ourselves, especially if we're competitors. Um, 
But really, if there's one person you need to compare yourself to, it's yourself. Um, so we were talking about talking to him and, and I was saying, hey, I think the best thing you can do with your limited time right now is to simply go through the course material, you know, maybe stay out of the live room, stay away from the trading edge videos, kind of build that knowledge base from the foundation up and then work on um, the supplemental parts later, then involve yourself in the in the um, really the content that we put out where we practically apply what you've learned to the markets. And I was telling him a story. Let me see if I can actually find the question here. It was, um, mm -mm. and again, he, he, he's thinking to himself because he has limited time, he's not dedicated and he's not spending the same amount of time as someone else. And I said, hey, you know, it, it's not about the time you spend. He asked the more time you spend on doing something, the better you'll get, um, you know, or more quickly. But it's more about how you spend that time. And I believe I just released a podcast maybe a week or so ago about that, where it's like, hey, if you have two hours to dedicate, and this, this guy said he has two hours here and there, right? Just make the most of those two hours, right? Don't dilly-dally around and be on your phone and watching Netflix, right? Dedicate yourself saying, hey, I've got two hours this Sunday. I'm going to learn. I'm going to go through this entire course. I'm going to spend an hour going through this course. I'm going to spend an hour going through the charts and, and, and kind of looking for examples, and I'm getting the most of that two hour period. And I guarantee you're gonna get a lot more than someone that gets caught browsing YouTube and doing some other stuff for two hours. Um, but I was comparing it to another trader because again, some other traders came in and, and talked about not comparing your journey. I was compare, comparing her to a trader that we, uh, we worked with for years and years and years. Her, her name is Gabby. And this particular trader took two years to learn, right? She's very, she's an IT person, a techie person. So she's very, deliberate, black or white, double, triple, quadruple, check everything before moving on, right? Probably the exact opposite of me. <laughs> I'm typically move on, make a mistake. Ah, I should probably go back, right? She's like, you know, until I notice 100% and I've tested myself and I'm sure I do not move on. And she took about two years to go through her training um, because she was, she was dedicated to going through at her own pace. She was dedicated at following, following the rules of how we laid it out by the book. Um, and as a result, she's a consistently profitable trader, a full-time consistently profitable trader. It's amazing. She, she spent that learning curve that most traders have where she's blowing money and doing dumb stuff. She didn't really have that. And the guy was asking, he said, well, kill like two years, like two years, just learning, right? Isn't, is, is that the right, isn't that the wrong mindset? Isn't that too much time? Right. Like I, and, and you guys can probably agree. Right. If I told you you had to spend two years of learning how to trade and not actually trading, you'd be like, uh, no, no way I'm doing that. Why would I dedicate two years? Um, but think about it like this. Right. Because I look back on my journey. It probably took me about two years once I got into Forex and even once I got educated, it probably took me about a year and a half, two years to become a consistently profitable trader. Right. So about the same time frame as the, the, the woman, uh, Gabby, I mentioned. Now, the difference is Gabby took her time. She trained, she back-tested, she double-checked, triple-checked, sent us millions and millions of emails, got into some heated debates with us, went back, redid it, relearned. And then after that two-year period, once she was ready, once she spent the time back-testing and forward-testing and paper trading and demo trading and trading with small accounts, she just, she hit the ground running. She was ready to go. She was ready to go. In my example, because I, I really rushed through my training, I, I wanted to make money quick. I, I make no lie about that. It took me about two years to learn. 
But my two years was spent differently. Instead of going over and triple checking and double checking and, and back testing and paper trading and demo trading and trading small and then finally trading live, my journey was kind of like this. It was learn, trade demo for like a little bit, trade live, blow money. Go back and revisit course material, demo trade, do good with demo, trade live, lose money. So I spent two years really losing money before I kind of learned my lessons, right? I, I say the only reason I became successful is because I did everything wrong and I, I ran out of things to do wrong. So once you run, run, once you run out of things to go wrong, you can only go right. Um, but I, I, I sacrificed, I, <clears throat> I invested a lot of money in my education, um, learning what not to do. So by the time my two years was up, um, my account was a lot smaller than it should have been. Where in Gabby's case, right, because she took two years to, to learn, what else do you think she can do during that period? She wasn't blowing money out of her account because she wasn't training, trading. So what do you think she can do? By the way, I'm going to tell him, um, Daniel, you just, Daniel, you've just inspired a podcast. I'm literally recording it right now. Thank you. He'll be happy about that. But yeah, but what, yeah. Well, she has time to save money, right? I've done podcasts before talking about the latte factor and controlling your, 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 uh, controlling your finances and figuring out where you're wasting money and how you can save money, right? Let's take that two-year period. Let's say that you have an extra, you know, I don't know what's a fair amount. Let's say you have an extra $500 a month. Is that too much? $200 a month, right? No, let's say $500. You, you, invest some, you, you invest something from your paycheck. You stop the reckless spending. Remember, for me, it's, it's, it's dark Milky Way and Baby Bell cheeses and a Gatorade every day to work, which I can save about $100 a month if I just stop doing that. I know it's ridiculous, but go back to the episode and I, I waste about $100 a month <laughs> on dark Milky Way. I used to, used to. Dark chocolate Milky Ways, midnight Milky Ways, because I justify dark chocolate is healthy, right? Uh, Baby Bell cheese and a Gatorade or two Gatorades, right? Cost me about probably like $5 a day. I do it five days a week. That's $25 a week, right? That's $100 a month on that stuff, right? So if I just eliminate that, I've saved over $1,000 a year. It's crazy, I know, but it's it's so easy to kind of cut, to, to, to trim the fat on your expenses if you just realize what you're spending it on. But let's say you you, you stop buying dark chocolate, uh, milky, dark chocolate Milky Ways, Baby Bell cheese and Gatorades, and you're able to take a little bit from your paycheck and say, okay, I'm going to dedicate this much. Maybe you take a little bit out of the, I always budget where I, I pay myself first. I have like a, 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 a fun fund where I do it to, you know, save it for trips, uh, buy my kids stuff, buy myself stuff. I just bought myself some new Studio Beats uh, wireless headphones. Why? Because I could. I had money in that account that was strictly for me to spend. So I spent it on me, right? Don't get mad. It's my money. Do what I want with it. But let's say you take some of that and you invest it back and you can save $500 a month, right? Well, $500 a month over two years, right? So over 24 months, right? $12,000, $12,000. Let me say it one more again, $12,000, right? How many of you right now aren't starting an account with $12,000? Hmm. So either, and I don't know what Gabby started with, if I did, I wouldn't even tell you, either she can add $12,000 to whatever her previous starting capital was, or if she's someone that didn't have any starting capital, capital she now has a $12,000 account to start with. 
in two years while she was learning because she wasted no money. Where me, on the other hand, if I started off with $12,000 and I spent two years blowing money here or there, not wrecking accounts, but blowing a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there, I might have halved my account. By the time I'm ready, I might be down to 6,000. And I'm starting with less by the time I'm good while she's starting with more, double by the time she's good. Crazy, right? And when you, when you, when you look at the, the bigger term investment, it's all about time here. That's what we're working on, time. Time is everything, right? Would you sacrifice two years to learn for 22 years of doing things the right way? I'm just pulling that number. It's going to be different depending on your age, but you can do the calculations, right? Is it worth sacrificing two years for whatever many years? Of course, right? As a sports nerd, we always think about um, college sports, right? We're looking at, I was in the barbershop the other day, we we're talking about the NFL draft and what teams need quarterbacks and how there's not really many quarterbacks coming out. One of the best quarterbacks that was supposed to come out decided to stay an extra year. Well, why would you do that? He's given up guaranteed money. He's a little bit different in the NFL, but he's given up guaranteed money. Yeah. But he's also doing this. He's investing a little bit more time in, in, in fine-tuning his craft. He's investing another year now to better himself so that when he comes out next year, his value is higher. He may get drafted higher. He may make more money. Shoot, who knows? Maybe if he would have got drafted this year, he would have been in a situation where he's thrown into the fire. He's not quite ready. He gets beat up and destroyed his first year. Maybe he gets injured and never has the NFL career that he's supposed to. Right? We've seen that with plenty of quarterbacks. Um, to, to name a few in the NFL, we've seen quarterbacks that have been thrown out there as a rookie. They have no offensive line, and they just get hit over and over again their, their first year, and it destroys their psyche. I know many of you guys have never played football. I played football before. I was a receiver, right? Plenty of times I'm an undersized receiver. Um, I was, you know, what, six foot, 175, so small, right? There have been plenty of times where I've gone across the middle, and I've gotten destroyed by some 6'5", 250 linebacker. Right now, I'm, I'm semi tough. I'm football tough, right? I'm not, I'm not your toughest guy, but I'm tough enough. The next play after that happens, I don't necessarily want to go across the middle again. Just being honest with you. Now I will if that's the job, right? Because I do my job as a football player. But I recall, like, hey, last time I went across the middle, I got cracked, and it really hurt. It's kind of idiotic to be like, I'm going to do the same thing again and not be a little bit fearful, right? And you can imagine at the quarterback position where you're getting hit so much more, it just destroys your psyche. It destroys your psyche and you could be mentally wrecked for the rest of your career. So sometimes investing a little bit more time can actually be beneficial. Yes, you may not get the returns right away that you think, but in many cases, you might not be getting those returns anyway. You might be setting yourself in a position where you were going to invest money. Again, that's my, my word for lose. Invest money for another year anyway before you can really start getting good. So if you can actually invest it in a different way, invest in your education and continue to grow your account, that's a win-win. Now, obviously, there's a point in time where you, you got to figure out when you're ready versus being scared because there are some people that are scared to trade. They, they'll make an excuse to learn and learn and learn and never actually get involved. And that's a, a fear thing. And that's a, that's a fine line. So you got to figure that out too. But the point is, don't rush through the process. The big leagues will be there when you're ready. 
And if you need some more fine tuning to make sure you're really, really ready and to put yourself in a position where you're not going to recklessly blow money and could potentially even save money and put yourself in a better starting point, then you take it. Because two years now is nothing compared to what you're going to earn in the future. Thank you.